Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Mem Gimel and Eruvin. We will begin on Daf Mem Gimel at the words Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, which are three lines down onto the page. Says the Gemara. We left off talking about Raba, and Raba said that the Machloket between the Tanaim is only if you have a ship that was stopped, where one Tana says that you could walk, and if the, that if the ship went out of the Tchum, we'll give a case, you have a Jew who gets on a ship, and the ship travels more than 2,000 Amot. Now, he has a problem that he could only walk, he could only walk four Amot, because he went out of his Tchum, according to one Tana. And the other Tana holds no. You can walk the entire ship because, because of the walls of the ship, perhaps. Um, we were claiming, according to Rabbah, that that's only if the ship has stopped wherever it is. But had the case been that the ship is continually moving, then everyone would agree that you could walk the entire ship and you're not stuck in form. What? Because even if you hold, you're keeping, even if you hold, you're only allowed to walk in form. What? Since the ship is moving, you always get a new foramot, which allows you to move wherever you wherever you want. Always foramot wherever. You, as long as the ship is moving foramot, you're allowed to move. If you look at our Mishnah, it also implies that what we're saying is true. That they won't argue on a moving ship. Because it says in the story, it came, and they came from this place called Paldin Sirin. And the ship went out to the sea. Those two rabbis who were lenient, they walked the whole way. They didn't walk out of their form, these two strict rabbis. Why? Because they wanted to be strict on themselves. Now let's, let's analyze it. If you said, like Rabbi said, that they don't argue on a case where they're moving and everyone agreed that you're allowed to walk the whole ship, that's why we said that they want to be strict on themselves. Meaning, even though they could have walked the whole ship because it's moving, but they want to be strict just in case the ship, the ship stops. Because maybe it would stop. But if you say they argue about every case, why would they say they want to be strict? They hold that it's a sur. So therefore, why would we say they want to be strict? Another proof for the Mishnah. It compares the, the ship to a, to a corral. Just like when you have a corral and another thing, that they're they're fixed in its spot and they don't move. Also, we're talking about a ship that's not moving, and that's why a ship that's moving, you could walk the whole thing. Another proof. Okay, beautiful. Amar of Acha braid the of Ashi. We're lenient like Rabban Gamliel by Yisifina. Says the Gemara, Hilchata. If he says the Alachah follows him by Yisifina, Mechlal de Pligi. 
So it sounds like Rav Acha Barava disagrees with what we just said. And he sounds like there's an argument about a ship. And we were saying now that everyone agrees that the ship is not moving, you're allowed to walk around in. Yes, they do. Vatanya. Now, not every Vahatanya is a question. Rashi tells you this Vahatanya is Benichuta. It's a non-question. In, and it, yes, it is. And I'll prove it to you. It says, Chananya Omer. Call Otohayom Yashu Vidanu Bidvaralacha. That whole day they sat on Totalacha. And in the evening, my my uncle decided. So you see that there was an argument in the case of the ship. So it sounds like from here that Rav and Shmuel, who Rav Acha and Rav Ashi are quoting, hold that there was a machloket in a stationary case, but we hold like Rav Ashi that it's mutar. Says the Gemara, Bayi Rav Chanina, Yesh tichuin l'malam ma'asara or en tichuin l'malam ma'asara. Let's just clarify the question over here. When it comes to carrying, so Rishut HaRabim is asura to carry for Amot. However, we know that that's only true up to 10 Tvachim off the ground. Once you get off 10 Tvachim off the ground, you're in a Rishut Ha... You're in a Makom Petur, really. Now, of course, it's impossible to land over there, but if you're 10 Tvachim off the ground, that is not in Rishut HaRabim, technically. So we want to know, is there a rule of Tchum, which means that a person's... Not carry. We're not allowed to walk on Shabbat. Is there a rule of tchum if a person happens to be above ten tzvachim off the ground? Does is it like carrying where, when you're within ten tzvachim off the ground, you have a problem? But if your feet happen to be somehow ten tzvachim off the ground, um, you're patur. Or do we say no? It's a different rule, and no matter how high off the ground, you have a problem. We'll see. We'll soon see where it's relevant. Says Gemara, If I have a pole that's ten tvachim off the ground and four tvachim wide, That's not a question. We just look at it as thick ground. When you have, when we don't care if it's dirt or a pole. If it's a pole four tvachim wide, that's ground. Where's the question? If you have a tall, narrow pole, the guy's walking on that out of 2,000 amot. Or if a guy jumps above 10 tvachim off the ground, uh, now, a person might be able to jump 10 tvachim off the ground, but it's hard to really walk like that. But, could be, Rashi explains that we're talking to the guys using one of Hashem's names, to walk through the air. A 
Another way to explain it is if you're going in a boat. Being that the boat is more than 10 tvachim off the seabed, under the water, so we don't know if there is a problem of going out of the tchum in such a situation. So we're trying to bring a proof back and forth. So Rabbi Hanina wants to know, is there a problem of tchum on a boat, which is more than 10 tvachim at the seabed, or using some supernatural method to be above 10 tvachim off the ground, or on a pole, on a narrow pole. Amr of Hoshi of Hoshia says, Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. In our Mishnah, it says, there was a story of the rabbis came from Palestine, and the, the, the ship went out in the sea. If you hold that there is such a problem of Tchumim above 10 Tchumim off the ground, that's why they want to be strict because there's a problem. If you hold there's no Tchumim, why do they want to be strict? There's no Tchum. Why did the rabbis stay in one spot and not move more than four amot? There's no tchum about, so because they're off the seabed, ten tvachim. Answer, well, no, not necessarily. We're talking about a ship that was going in very shallow waters where the ship was less than ten tvachim off the ground and it was a narrow ship and that's why they didn't want to get off. Here too, in our case, just like he said over there, talking about a kak, here too. Talking about shallow waters, but you're right. Maybe had it been deep waters, the rabbis, there would have been no story in the Mishnah. The rabbis would have all walked around, and no one would have been strict. Says the Gemara. Tashma, I'll bring you another proof. One time they didn't get into the the port until it got dark. If you hold there is Tchumim Shpid, so then it all works out well. If you hold this Tchumim above 10 Tchumim off the ground. Why would Rabban Gamaliel answer in the story? The story in that Mishnah was, in our Mishnah was, that Rabban Gamaliel had said, don't worry, even you, the, the lenient rabbi, told the strict rabbis, even you guys are allowed to leave the boat when it docks because I noticed with my, I noticed that we were within 2,000 amot of the port when we, uh, when Shkias hit, and therefore you're okay. Now, that all makes sense that there's Tehomim, but if there's no Tehomim, then why do you say, oh, we were in the Tehomim? My Hava, who cares if you were in the Tchum? You're above 10 Tvachim of the ground. Amar Avara is the same thing here. We're talking about, again, shallow waters, and therefore there is Tchum, and it's not a proof necessarily whether there's Tchum above 10 Tvachim. Okay, so far, no proofs. Tashma, I'll bring a proof from the following story. Hani Shav Shmatta Di'it Amrin. There were seven <coughs> rulings that were said. Bitsafra Bishapta, in the morning of Shabbat, Kamedim Chista Basura, in front of Chista in the city of Sura, which is a famous city of, of Amoraim. Bahadi Panya Bishapta Kamed Rava de Popodita. And they repeated them in the afternoon in Popodita. So the same Shabbat, people said Shav Shmaita, seven sayings of the rabbis that they told of Chista in Sura. And the same afternoon, they told it. To Rava in Pumpadita. Now, Pumpa, Ra, Sura and Pumpadita are obviously further than 2,000 amot apart. 
and therefore it's impossible to get there. My Amrinu, so who could have said them? Lav Eliyahu Amrinu, must be Eliyahu Navi, was visiting Rav Chista, and he also visited uh, Rava, and he told him what everyone said. Now, how could Eliyahu Navi travel from one place to the next? The Gemara is assuming Eliyahu Navi has to keep all the laws of Shabbat. And there's no way for him to get from Surah to Pompadisa without traveling. Must be, since he could fly, he went in the air above Tentvachim and he got there. So the Gemara is bringing a proof from here. Alma and Chuin, Alma Sarah. Gemara says, Lo. It's not a proof. Dilma Yosef Shida Amrinu. Maybe it was Yosef the Shindalid who caused the problem. It could be Shindalid, which is like a demon. And these demons don't keep the laws of Shabbat for some reason. And therefore, he was able to go back and forth and he told them. And it wasn't necessarily Yaronavi, so there's no proof. Tashmad, bring another proof, which is a beautiful, wild proof, which very, very heartening. We'll bring a proof. Hareni Nazir, Biyom Sheba Ben David Ba. The guy says, I am going to be a Nazir when Mashiach comes. Yani, a guy's walking around and he says, Bezat Hashem, when Mashiach comes, I, I make a neder that when Mashiach comes, the day Mashiach comes, I'm a Nazir. Now, that's a little problematic because he'll never really be able to drink wine. Because, let's say he gets up Tuesday and tries to drink wine. Maybe Mashiach's coming today, and Mashiach comes, and you became a Nazir from the morning. And since you don't know, it's a sur for you to drink wine ever. You'll be a Nazir forever. But with Mishnah saying, not necessarily. You're still allowed to have wine on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Why? Because Mashiach is not coming on Yom Tov. But you can't have wine all the days of the week. We are now on Daf Mem Gimel Amud Bet. Says the Gemara. If we say yes, that there is a rule of Techumin on Shabbat, then I understand why he can't come. Why? Why can't he come? Because. You can't come because you can't walk out of the room. Okay? But if you say that there's no Tchumim, then why is he allowed to drink wine on Shabbat and Yom Tov? It should be Mutar. The answer is no, not necessarily. Shani Hatam, Mashiach is different. The Amarka, because the Masuk says, Behold, I'm going to send you Eliyahu Navi. The day before that great, great day when Mashiach comes, I'm going to send Eliyahu Navi. Therefore, the reason why we know he's not coming on Shabbat is because we saw that on Friday Eliyahu Navi didn't come. So if Eliyahu Navi didn't come on Friday, that's how we know he's not coming on Shabbat. But really, I could tell you that there is a law of Tehumin. Sorry, really I can tell you that there isn't necessarily a law of Tehumin. And the reason why you're allowed to eat, why you're allowed to drink wine on Shabbat and eat Yebra on Shabbat 
is because Eliyahu Hanabi did not come on Friday, and therefore you know he's not coming on Shabbat. If so, so then you should be able to have it on Tuesday also. Why? Because Eliyahu didn't come on Monday. You should have every day of the week you should have. So why did the bright to say you can't have during the week? So during the week must be what we'll say. A guy might say, well, maybe Eliyahu came to Betin Gadol in Yerushalayim, but he didn't get to you yet. Let's say he got to the Betin Gadol and didn't get to you. And therefore, we're back to the proof, and we should say, and to yes, that's why he can't come. Verse is no. We know Eliyahu doesn't come on Erev Yom Tov, because of the problem. And therefore, since we know that Eliyahu is not going to come on Erev Shabbat, because if Eliyahu comes on Erev Shabbat, the people would have to go greet him. And while you're busy going to greet him, you're not going to be able to go to the butcher to get your sliced turkey. And therefore, uh, in order to avoid people messing around with the Shabbat, Hashem is not selling out on Erev Shabbat or Erev Yom Tov. So if Eliyahu doesn't come on Erev Shabbat or Yom Tov, so that's how we know that he's not coming on Shabbat. And therefore, it's not necessarily a proof. We think now, we, you think that Eliyahu is not coming, so Mashiach won't come. So if so, if the same way Eliyahu can't come on Friday, Mashiach can't come on Friday, because also if Mashiach comes, you won't be able to go to the butcher and get your sliced turkey, or whatever else you're getting. So then, why are we only... Why is the Nazir only allowed to drink wine on Shabbat? He should also be able to drink wine on Friday because he could know that Mashiach is not coming on Friday because it's going to disturb his Shabbat preparations. Versus, no, not necessarily. Eliyahu lo ati. Eliyahu can't come on that day. But Mashiach ati, Mashiach could come. Why? The Kevin da ati Mashiach hakol avadim henli sayel. Because as soon as Mashiach comes, everyone's going to be a slave to the Jews. Which means when Eliyahu and Avi comes, not necessarily will all the Goyim necessarily see that, that it's so important to, serve, to, to, to be a Jew and to help Jews and get Zichuyot. But once Mashiach comes, all the Goyim are going to want to do the, what, going to want to help the Jews to get Zichuyot. And therefore, it's not a problem. You could send someone, you could send uh, Michael Jordan to the butcher store to go get your uh, turkey because everyone will be looking for Zichoyot and they'll, they'll come looking for you. So, therefore, there'll be no problem getting your um, getting your Shabbat needs and he could come on Friday. And that's why the Nazir cannot drink wine on Friday because all the Goyim are going to be going. Shemar says, Oh, yeah. So then if so, So why can't you have wine on Sunday? Let's learn from there that there's no law of Tehomin. Because if there are Tehomin, 
then why can't we do it on Sunday? Meaning, like this. Let's assume that since Ilyanavi has to come the day before, and you're not allowed to drink wine on Sunday, and Azir can't drink on, on Sunday, probably there's no law of Tichomin, because how could Ilyanavi come on Shabbat to the Beit Gadol if he has to keep the laws of Tichomin? Obviously, there's no Tuchumim. Haitan is Fukim Safkele. Morris says, not necessarily could you say there's no Tuchumim. Because maybe I could tell you that our Tana was Safek. Therefore, he's being strict. And that's why he says you can't have wine on Sunday. But it doesn't mean that our Tana for sure knows that Eliyahu Anavi uh, could, co- that it could come on Shabbat. Since he doesn't know whether or not there's Tuchumin, that's why he says you can't have wine on Sunday. So basically we're saying now that the Tan of our Mishnah doesn't let you have wine on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because of course the Mashiach could come. And the reason why he doesn't let you have wine on Friday, and the reason why he doesn't let you have wine on Sunday is because since he's not sure about our very question, he's not sure whether there's Tuchumin above above 10 Tvachim. So, so therefore, he's not sure if Eliyahu Navi could come or not. And therefore, if he's not sure, he's not going to let you do it. But that doesn't mean that he, you can't prove from our statement of Nazir drinking wine on, not drinking wine on Sunday that Eliyahu Navi can walk above 10 Tvachim and that you can walk on a pole above 10 Tvachim as well. Okay. Says the Gemara. When did he make the neder? If he made the neder on a weekday, since it works right away, the rule with a neder is that if you made the neder on a weekday, so then since the nezirut worked on you, and let's say you made the neder on Tuesday, right? Because Eliyahu could have came, you didn't find out. Now when Shabbat comes, how does it take it off? Because maybe Eliyahu Navi came a while ago and you didn't hear about it. Why could you have, why could you have on Shabbat or Yom Tov? Which means, maybe Eliyahu maybe Navi came on Thursday and you didn't hear about it yet. The news didn't get to you. I guess this, is, uh, this might have been before, before uh, WhatsApp. Could be this Gemara was written before WhatsApp, and that's why they're assuming you might not have heard of it. But the Gemara is saying now that maybe uh, if, if it was if the Mishnah was was talking about a case where you made a neder on Tuesday or Wednesday or, or a weekday, then uh, it once it once the neder works, it should work through on Shabbat also because you might not have heard. Most people talking about you made the neder on Yom Tov. And that day is mutar. But afterwards it's asur because you might not have heard. Good. And that's the end of this amazing Gemara. Let's just finish from the Mishnah. In the Mishnah we said, One time they were traveling and they got into the port after dark. 
And Rabban Gamliel told the, the, the strict rabbis that even you guys could leave because I saw that we were in the port, we were in 2000 Amor before it got dark on Friday night. Tana, we learned. How did Rabban Gamliel know? Shfret, I tell Rabban Gamliel, he had a tube. Which he could look through and he could find out when he's 2,000 amot away from land. And he could use it to show you how far he is from the land. So you could make a tube that makes you look at only one small area. And when you see that area, the size of that area, if it's you'd be able to tell how far away you are and you could gauge distance with a tube, according to Rashi. There's different opinions exactly of what kind of tube he had exactly. Says the Gemara, Well, if a guy wants to know how deep a valley is, you can look through a tube, You'll know how deep it is. You won't know how tall a day tree is. You can measure your height and how high your shadow is. And you measure the... And therefore... Now, the way that works is as follows. You take, let's say you know you're six feet tall. If you see that your shadow is three feet tall, so you know that at that time, the, the sun is causing, if you, for whoever is standing in that, those spots, the sun is causing the shadows to shrink by half. And therefore, if you measure the shadow of the tree, and you see that the shadow of the tree is 20 feet long, that means that your tree is 40 feet tall. Next case. If you want to make sure that you don't take a wild animal that would, that would eat a corpse and you don't want that animal to hang out on top of a grave, it seems like animals, when they smell the fresh grave, the body decomposes, but sometimes... Uh, sometimes uh, dig up the grave, chas v'shalom, to eat the corpse. Let's say a person wants to make sure that the animal that will eat corpses will not go next to uh, hang on the grave to be able to smell the body decomposing. No, it's kana ba'arba sha'ot bayom. Stick, put a stick into the ground in the fourth hour of the day. And see which way the shadow goes. And you make that into a ramp, and therefore, if you make it into a ramp, there won't be a shadow. The shadow makes it that the animal want to rest, because the animal want to rest in the shade, and therefore, if there's no shade, you're going to cause it that there's not going to be a problem of the animal digging up the grave. Uh, we're talking here, by the way, not about a lion or a tiger. Those animals only eat fresh meat. Talking about more like a, 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 a jackal or a vulture that would eat uh, carrion. Okay. Now, 
We said we followed Rabban Gamliel, the lenient opinion before. The lenient opinion said that if you're outside of the Tchum, you can walk in your whole enclosed area. Right? Now, we also said a new thing. We said that if someone brings you back, if you can get back in to your Tchum, then you're allowed to walk the whole Tchum. That's why the rabbi said that if you have to go to the bathroom, if you're outside the Tchum, you have to go to the bathroom, and you're smart, walk back into your Tchum, and then you're okay. So we have the following case. There's a rabbi who was like Rav Shach, or rather Rav Shach was like him, and he used to walk around learning, and he didn't realize, he walked out of the Tchum while he was learning. And now he found himself stuck. So Chista told of Nachman, your, your Talmid Nechemiah is stuck because he can't walk more than four more. He's outside his tomb. Amalo, so Nachman told him, make a mechitza of human people of him, and then he can walk into the tomb. And once he's in, he's wine. Because once you make a mechitza, we said you're allowed to walk the whole mechitza. And if the mechitza goes all the way into the tchum, then you can walk, just like if you had to go to the bathroom and you walked inside, you're allowed to walk around. Here too, you'd be allowed to walk around the whole tchum. So we can get him out of the whole problem. Yativ, Rav Nachman said, was sitting behind Rav, Yativ, Rav, and Rav was sitting in front of Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman told Rav, Michael, by the Rav Chista. What was Rav Chista wanted to know? Why did he ask uh, Rav Nachman what to do? Don't confuse Rav Nachman Yitzchak and Rav Nachman. So again, Rav Nachman Yitzchak is behind Rav, and he's asking why is Rav Chista having to ask Rav Nachman? Why didn't he answer it himself? If we're talking about a, a case where there was enough people to make a thing, to make a circle around him, coming by the Hicha to Rabban Gamliel, and he wants to know, is the Halakha like Rabban Gamliel or not? That's the question. Or in Halakha like Rabban Gamliel, we're on the top of Mendalid. Or Dilma, maybe. But We're talking about a case where there was enough people. Come by and we want to know, Halakha like Rabban Gamliel, or in Halakha like Rabban Gamliel. Is the Halakha like Rabban Gamliel? Who lets you go out of two amot, go back in, which means there was a there was a machloket whether or not you're allowed if you're two two amot outside two thousand and two amot out could you come back, and that was the question, and if so the answer would have been no you can't you have to make people. That's the question. We'll get to the rest tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Amen. We are now ending at the word Pshita, two lines on Mem Dalet Amulaf.